Welcome to Careers Unplugged, the weekly show connecting you to secrets of career success. Careers Unplugged is hosted by Rich Sayer and Stu Hayes and proudly sponsored by the Master of Me coaching program. If you feel being happy, committed and passionate about your career is important, you're in the right place. My name is Rich Sayer and I'm here with the fabulous co-founder of Careers Unplugged and the Master of Me coaching program, Make It Big Training and a whole bunch of other stuff. Stewie, oh, you go on. Oh, <laughs> oh Richard Sayer, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thanks, Stu. It's good to be on the call. It is good, isn't it? It is. We're going to do something a bit different today, which I'm excited about. Um, in, indeed, indeed. In fact, why don't you lead it in? Well, I will. Thank you for asking. So recently, we were at the Wellness Summit, and uh, I got asked by a couple of attendees, in fact, quite a few, came up and spoke to me during the breaks and asked the question whether they should leave their job to start a business because they were passionate about, you know, a, a something. Indeed. In fact, there was a, a, a huge number of participants at the summit who this seems to be a real issue, you know. Maybe uh, they wanted to do a, a, something on the side mm. or even something more serious. Absolutely. So I thought we could talk about that today and make that the focus of our discussion. Well, it's one of my favourite topics. Uh, I mean, I guess you and I first plucked up the courage to start a business together um, in the summer between uh, the end of high school and the start of university. Ah. Yes, what a happy, <laughs> a happy time. What a happy era. Um, and we've been, we've been people who have committed to, to being in and around entrepreneurial activities for the better part of our lives, you know. Um, so the question is out there. Would or should I leave my job to start a business? Mm. Rich. Well, you know, you talk about our first uh, foray and it was really driven by um, youthful naivety, you know. Let's give it and a go. fun, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a build, build it and, and they will come attitude, which actually gets a lot of people into trouble uh, in business, doesn't it? You know. oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, my, my, you know, as you know, most of uh, my uh, in the gap decade when, when you and I weren't uh, um, seeing each other on a regular basis mm. as mates, um, that was where I spent my time, was actually uh, unpacking the errors of, of business owners and trying to get to the bottom of why they stuff things up so we could fix it for them. Mm. Well, I just think that the, every restaurant in Melbourne is a testament to, to this because you see restaurants change hands so often and, and change restaurant, you know, the same building will go from a Vietnamese restaurant to a Portuguese to a Chinese to a Greek. And, and it's that passion that people have to be a restaurant owner, um, but it doesn't always uh, equate to a successful restaurant. How do we tackle this question? Should I leave my job to start a business? Well, First question really is, is, if, is, is the business a good idea or is it a sound idea? What do you think? I think that's sort of that assessment of that comes first before you decide whether it's, it's, it's valid to leave your job to pursue it. Uh, no question. Um, but also, you know, I mean, we, we, we talked to you and I in a recent episode, the interview with you, where the theme of enthusiasm mm. came through. Um, you know, and as, as I've shared on a number of occasions, and I know that you chuckle at my uh, great epiphany on this topic, but you know, <laughs> when, 
when Alex gave me the advice several years ago, he said, Stu, you know, what's the only thing worse than going in the wrong direction? And my mind spun uh, and I said, I don't know, pass. And he said, it's going in the wrong direction with enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. So, so this concept of whether the idea is good or not, um, is it the right direction or not, is just very, very important. It's very central. And how do, you think, how do you think an average person can assess it? I mean, it's easy for me to look back, uh, as I'm sure you can, uh, on, on catastrophic business failures. <laughs> uh, and think, Any that come to mind, mate? Oh, look, I, my aloe vera business. That, I mean, you know, here's me. Hello, hello. You know, I, I always forgot about that. You know, like, uh, that didn't come up in the interview with me at all. Uh, you know... There was me. There was me, a musician at the time, thinking, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, start a soft drink. Company. Start, start a soft drink company and make skincare products. You know, two things I knew nothing about. And I think that's actually a really important thing to bring up here because, you know, uh, gold miners make money because they know about gold. You know. Um, it's, it's pretty hard to, to make money and have a successful business in something that's really foreign to you because you don't understand all the players, the nuances of the business, the suppliers, the competition, and so on. So, you know, I think it's really important in assessing the business idea to look at your personal skill set and understanding and background and whether that works with the business idea? I mean, what do you think? Oh, mate, look, I mean, I'd say, you know, I mean, we're both uh, marketing guys when you really peel it off. Um, For me, market research is very, very central. Mm. Um, But even before that, I think that there is, you know, that enthusiasm, that passion component, uh, and also that the whole, um, the the purpose, the why. Mm. And, you know, for me, I would kick off, on this topic of should I leave my job to start a business, my first golden nugget suggestion to the listeners would be that the purpose, the, the why, needs to be uh, huge and it needs to be something that's going to motivate you and inspire you and give you that enthusiasm. Mm. Um, be wrapped around your passions um, but also be paying it out to the, the world in some some more noble way than just making money for yourself well i mean that's the reality of any business at the beginning because it's you know most starting startups or new businesses are not profitable and you're putting your own capital you know life savings into something because you believe in it and you're passionate about it and you you really want to do it and it can be quite some time before you see a return I guess we can cover that a little bit more in, 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 under yeah, the idea. You know, of- but I'd say, like, I know for me, I mean, I, I uh, have had experiences where I've gone into business to make money. Mm. Um, and even on, on those occasions where the business I'd started um, was for, you know, it was in a, in a really good space. It was in a green space, one example that comes to mind now, where we were, I was helping um, the owners of green technology so this is you know things that would help the world help the planet um clean water you know etc etc um but my my purpose as a person was was probably more around the money side of it because i needed to make money at the time than it was for um you know maybe the noble betterment of the world and and also (laughs) 
you know, frankly, um, and I'll be honest to you, that there are some industries that I find boring. You know, some of the companies I've run as a CEO uh, have just bored me. So passionately and energetically, I just haven't been into them. And mm. accordingly, my why was more around um, getting some financial return than it was um, because I was passionate and because I wanted to make a huge difference through mm. that thing. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, the outcomes that I got in those situations reflected that my purpose, my why wasn't big enough. So the whole uh, results show where energy goes, which comes back to, to my, my love of enthusiasm. Yes. And, and that's the thing too. I mean, you know, if the question is, should I leave my job to start a business? You can break that question into two parts. Should I leave my job full stop? Mm. And then the second part is to start a business. So if, you're, if, if someone's in a job that they, uh, they, you know, deeply hate and it's making them unhappy, it's going to affect their, their health and their mental state. And it doesn't have to be like this. I mean, you know, there's a very diverse world out there. You know, I feel like I've got, I'm doing an ad for seek.com. You know, there, there are so many, different, <laughs> so many different things that people can do. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, then just go and do something different. Um, you know, believe in yourself that you can. Whether or not that means starting a business, well, we'll that's what we're here to explore. And here's, a, here's another question for you, mate. Like, so, you know, you've, you've raised a really good question there on the concept of why. Why would you do it in the first place? Yeah. In, you know, I, I, mean, I sort of introduced the theme of... Uh, having passion and purpose and something bigger in the world. Mm. And you have introduced the concept of maybe you just want to escape a crap job. That's right. So it's either um, move towards pleasure or move away from pain. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's the stick and the carrot here, you know. And, and we move five times faster from pain than towards pleasure. Right? Correct. But should, are you moving with enthusiasm in the wrong, wrong direction away from pain? Well, <laughs> question. well, I mean, I, I, look, I don't think so. I think if, if you're in pain, you move. You know, if you put your hand in the fire, it's hot, it burns, get out of yeah. there. Don't the, the big question is, um, ought you move to another job, perhaps, where there's no pain, or ought you start a business where, you know, potentially um, you're complicating your life even further? Oh, correct, and that's what we're here to explore. But I think, you know, and, and even in the interview you did with me, I mentioned, you know, hating a job as a telemarketer. Mm. That was a great motivator, I, I just hated going in there. I hated what I was doing. It was like, I don't hate many things, but I was really unhappy. And that totally motivated me to, to find something better. And so should I leave my job, full stop, if that's mm. part of the question? Well, you know, there's my answer. You know, if there's pain and you're really not enjoying the tasks you're doing or the people that you're doing it with, because sometimes you can be doing a, a fairly mundane task but you do it with great people and so therefore you're having fun and enjoying you know the process because of the people i mean yeah and also you know sometimes the the mundane boring jobs if you if your heart is is aligned you know and you're, and you're happy and grateful just to be in a moment it, they don't matter either you know you can wash the dishes and be just be happy you know you don't Correct. need to be something challenging all the time no no that's right and, and the other thing is, mate, like I know, and I'm, I'm you know, once, uh, maybe I won't mention specifically what uh, Rani called me, but she called me a new ideas blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, because I, I, I do have a tendency to be enthused and excited by new things. Um, but what I'm really saying in this context is that you don't need to chase every opportunity simply because opportunity exists. Totally. And I, look, I relate to what you're saying because uh, creating something new or, or that, that initial stage, just like when you're a kid, if you went to a new school and, you know, there was that whole excitement. Uh, you know, starting a business or, or even a new job. There's still the learning curve. I'm learning the tasks. I'm learning the politics. I'm learning about the people. I'm learning, you know, where the coffee machine is, whatever it is. You know, while it's new, it's exciting. Maintaining is less exciting than creating. But that's the case for us. So, you know, yeah. this week I, I spent a lot of time with a couple of clients where we went through um, the impact of the, the work style preferences of people in the teams, right? So, how I do that is I, is I do a, um, a, a facet five profile of those people and then individually look at them and then ask the question of the group. So we can look at the whole group dynamic and there are people in the group that, um, that like you and I, Rich, have very low control, which means we embrace change. We love new things. Mm. But equally, there's people in that group who are not like that. So for them, um, they're, they're change resistors. You know, we're, we're into revolution <laughs> They're into evolution. Mm. And, you know, for, for people that are looking to start a job, I, I would say you need to understand where you are in that um, dynamic because if you are someone like me and you love change, uh, you may be that you're jumping too quickly and, and maybe find a business partner maybe who has the other extreme to you um, who is change resistant because they will balance you in some way. That's an interesting concept. That comes back to what I was saying earlier about if you're going to leave your job to start a business, um, what about going leaving your job? So there's two factors. You're motivated to leave because you're passionate about something else. So for the sake of this discussion, you know, I, I, I want to leave advertising and I want to go play guitar. Mm. Okay, that's a bad example because you can't really – go and play guitar for someone else. So, so, <laughs> so let's go. I want to leave advertising to become a baker. Well, yeah. leave the job that you don't like, but go and work for another baker, you know, initially to, to determine that that is something that you want to start a business in. I mean, mm. that's... And, and you have some passion for and everything else. Correct, right? yeah, because you could get three months in and go, you know, well, for starters, I, I didn't realise I was allergic to flour, <laughs> you know, or, or uh, you know some allergy or something, you know, I, I think... Well, the, other, the other thing is too, mate, like when you do that, you're really starting to get to the second main point I think that's emerging here is, is the idea stupid or is it good in the first place? You know, well, and when you go and work with someone else in the industry, mm. uh, you can get more of a sense, you know, because you're doing market research now. You Correct. Know, you sort of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've sort of done that, haven't you? When you were looking at stepping away from advertising and going into the music industry, your initial step was, um, well, in parallel to practicing like a crazy man, you went off to APRA. Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, I was, it was still really a marketing sort of role there, uh, but, it, but it, to the, the industry that I was passionate about. So I was still doing marketing, but it was aligned to... Or I thought it was aligned. And it was something I believed in. I still believe in APRA. I mean, it's a wonderful so mechanism. So, question for you then. So, how would you determine whether the idea was a silly one or it was a good one? Okay. So, 
One of the best bit of advice I was ever given uh, was actually from a, a guy my, my sister dated, mm. uh, who I didn't really like as a guy because he seemed like a bit of a rat bag and he was dating my sister. <laughs> but he gave me some great advice. And he, he was the sort of guy that bought and sold businesses and, you know, had been very successful in that sort of s- sphere. He said, and this is back in the 80s, open the yellow pages and look at how many businesses there are in that, in your territory doing what it is you're going to do. So he went into graffiti removal as a business. And the first thing he'd do is open the yellow pages, and he lived in Sydney, and see how many graffiti removal businesses there were in Sydney. Now, if, if there's only five, that you have to question if there's room for six. Mm. But if there's 25... There's definitely room for 26. Mm. And you only need to take, and I know this from my own business, I only need to take a very small percentage of customers off all the other players to be the same size as them. If there's 20 people out there in that business or 20 businesses and I can just take 5% of, off each of them over a period of time, then I'm the same size as, as, as the biggest player there or, 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 or the average size, let's say. So, so that's a great way of assessing whether a business is, is viable, is, is the market, size of the market, coming to understand the size of the market, what the dollar value of the market is, as well as looking at what the barriers to entry are, the, um, you know, the, the costs of establishing the business. I mean, you know that better than anyone. I reckon that's a really um, a really good practical bit of advice. To be honest, mm. um, I mean, I know you know in the leadership world these days, no one, who the hell looks at the yellow pages these days? Obviously, well, it's, but it's called the internet these days. Yeah, I mean, you Google a topic and you get inundated with um, potential rivals. But who are the real rivals? Um, you know, and the other thing you can do, of course, is to go and check out what the uh, the volume of searches on Google is in different areas. Absolutely, um, but but even there, you know, I, mean, I know a mate of mine's uh, uh, his business is in a, sp- a specific a specific area, and there's only about 150 searches a month in Melbourne for that. Yet he's pulling out a, a great business out of that small volume because there's not that many competitors. Yeah, it's a, like you get rich in the niche is the American way of saying you know the niches as, as we say here. Um, I think you know there's a couple of other things about assessing the business. Obviously, you know. It, You've got to have your own capacity to afford the period of getting the business up and running and or before you can draw down return on the business. So you've got to have your own cash flow looked after. Um, you've got to have enough savings. In my experience, like starting a new business, you really want to have one whole year worth of money put aside so that you know you can survive that first year without taking money back out of the business because it's going to need its own capital to get sort of up and growing? I mean, do you think it's less than that? I mean, for me, I think... I'd actually... I mean, I I have a different view on that now to the one I had, say, at the age of 30 when I stepped away from Anderson, um, you know, on a very high-paying job in an international location, returned to Australia to start a business, uh, and I had well and truly more than 12 months of cash saved in terms of living expenses. Yep. Um... But I actually, my perspective on that, that these days is that um, you shouldn't chew through a capital asset like cash 
um, to live off whilst you're building a business. So my, my very, very strong advice to anyone would be to find some form of um, income during the business building period rather than to chew through a capital asset. Oh, that's, that's very true. Uh, if, if you can do that. So if, if the business... Um, well, I guess if the business can sustain small wages initially... Um, is one option. The other option is starting a business on the side while you maintain a job. So come back to our question, should I leave my job to start the business? On that, you'd say no. You would actually start the business and then leave your job when the business can carry you. And actually that's... that's at least, yeah, get it to what I call break even. The first stepping stone for a new business for me is, is how do I get it from, you know, nothing to a point where it's break even, it's washing its face, as they say in mm. the advisory world, on a monthly basis. Mm. Well, look, uh, I know for myself with my business, um, I didn't snap my fingers and there, my bu- there's my business, great. I mean, you mm. know, I work part-time jobs, I talk guitar, I performed as a musician whilst I started Instinct and I juggled three or four different revenue streams until one became primary and then I weaned off the other ones, you know. I, I, I sort of stepped away from teaching guitar because spending time with my wife became more important because I was working, <laughs> working massive hours at, during the day and I didn't need to do that at night as well. And then I weaned off the performing once my primary revenue stream. So, I mean, is that, that's one way of looking at it, isn't it? Yeah, and, and there's lots of things you can do, you know. I mean, and, and, and let's not forget that the concept that you talked about earlier... Um, which was great advice of going to work with someone else who's in the industry if you don't know the industry. Um, as long as you could ethically be starting a business on the side um, in the industry if you were working for someone else, and that's a big deal. I think you, you know, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. But as long as you can ethically do that, then there's a really good way to get started. You can work in the industry. You can be learning about the industry whilst you're building a business on the side. Mm. Try to get those initial products out there as cheaply as possible to start getting some revenue coming into your business and then it becomes a matter of scaling it um, so that you can get enough income coming in mm. to eventually be able to say, I'm gonna, I can now step away and, uh, or I can you know, lessen my work and as you say, you wean off your other income mm. and then gradually allow the business as it gets stronger the chance to start to support you as a person. Yeah. And most people don't think of this. You know, in all the businesses I ever um, have ever advised at a startup level, most people say, right, you know, here's the amount of money I need to start this thing. And normally the amount of money they identify is not enough for them to also live off. And it's also not enough um, if there's any interruption or any assumption they've made doesn't actually work, then, you know, they're going to need more money it's going to take twice as long as the rule of thumb and cost twice as much as you think. So hence having uh, an income is really, really important because it's like your insurance policy if things do take twice as long and cost twice as much. Well, I mean, you know, uh, there's, there's nothing more definite than the fact that whatever your business plan is, is not what's going to happen. <laughs> You know, I mean, no matter what, what, no matter what, I mean, there's that book I've told you about, if you want to make God laugh, show him your business plan, because, you know, the (laughs) the concept that God God knows what's really going to happen and and whatever you write down, that's definitely not what's going to happen. I mean, never, not once, 
It just doesn't happen. So, yeah. and know, that's precession, as Marshall Thurber talked about on the show as well. You know? Correct, correct. You've got your plan, your goal, you're starting in motion, but then invariably you're going to end up somewhere, probably 90 degrees to where you thought. Well, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, and and that's, that's a fact too, and you, you're doing your initial assessment of even what are the barriers to entry to this, to this business that you're starting. Uh, until you're in the business, you don't know all the barriers. Until you're on the journey, you don't know what the journey is. And so, you know, it's only when, when I'm in my business that I fully identify the problems as they, as they arise. So, so you definitely need to be able to uh, cope with that. Yeah. Another, another point on this, uh, should I leave my job to start a business, is actually the person's temperament. So yeah. some people are best employed. You know, some people just, their temperament is better that they, they need the security of, of, uh, of a wage. And so for those types of people who aren't, who are risk averse, I think the answer should be no. Don't, don't, don't. Don't leave your job to start a business because, you know, the business can uh, – starting a and business. That's actually really interesting. I mean, that, that's sort of basically the sort of stuff we talked about um, just a second ago with the Facet 5 profiles. But when we – you and I get up and we're, we're running sessions and we talk about people getting clarity on their starting point. Yeah. One of the things they need to get clarity on is who they are and what works for them in the first place. So if you're out there thinking of going into business and you like the concept but actually – um, if you're not the sort of person that can cope with risk or stress, then you certainly would need to very closely think about the way you're going to do it. So that, it, you know, you might, you might oh, I would recommend absolutely getting the business to a point where it's generating cash before you stepped away from any other form of income, yeah. for example. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, um, just knowing, I'm just, in, my mind's just wandering to, even uh, other people who I know have had businesses that haven't succeeded, which, you know, there's a fairly long list because... Including me. Yeah, well, look, <laughs> uh, look, me, me as well, and, and, and family and friends and, you know, yeah. uh, it's, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And, you know, what's the statistics? Eight out of ten, nine out of ten businesses fail in the first five years? Well, it's nine out of ten in the first 12 months. Uh, and wow. It's, it's basically uh, 90... Nine, certainly ninety-five percent within um, within five years. Yeah, I mean, Mate, we're running we're running out of time on this. Um, give me give me your top takeaway points, distilling this topic down for the audience. Okay, should I leave my job to start a business? Top takeaway points are assessing why you want to leave the job first. Yep. What what is the driver for leaving? You know, if it's just because you hate your boss or someone there's a bully. Or, you know, there's, a, there's an infinite amount of reasons, but get a clear understanding for what's driving you to want to leave. What, uh, so is it moving towards pleasure or away from pain, is, as we've already covered? And is it the desire to work for yourself or be an owner of a business? What's, what's behind that? You know, is it, is it because of you want autonomy, you don't want to be told what to do, or is it that you see the grass is greener or that you want, you think you can get better return uh, for your effort by doing that? Um, and really just get clear on, on, on that. That's, where, that's, that's the uh, critical starting place, I think, before making this sort of decision. 
And I think for me, you know, I, I agree with all that and that concept of, uh, of looking at yourself and your temperament, um, you know, even getting a, 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 an assessment done if you don't know. But I would certainly get into um, the concepts of can I afford to do it now and how much money do I need to live and really don't, don't jump out of your current job until you can get some income happening. Mm. Uh, or jump into a job in the industry that you want to get into if you're not in the industry, start to work in the space and um, develop some income and experience through someone else and their business. And as long as it's ethical, then, then you can start your business on the side. Um, and just reflecting, we're, we're running out of time here, uh, but what we'll do is put a whole bunch of some other points that you would consider perhaps, um, ways and questions you might want to ask friends, other people, that might help you to target whether or not this is uh, a wise decision. Well, because I think, it is something we could talk about for hours, mate. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, Having I, both been in businesses that have, uh, have been successful and also have cost a lot of money. Yeah, I think uh, understanding yourself, understanding the market, really being passionate about serving whoever your customer is, you know, uh, which I don't know that we've really touched on enough. That, that, no, that, I mean, there's just so many things in this topic. We might have enough to do this again one day, to be honest. Well, why, why <laughs> not? Why not? But in the meantime, happy to put a little um, plug document on our website. So go to careersunplugged.com and we will actually have a, uh, a few additional points for you to consider if you are going in this path right now. Absolutely. And we should mention, actually, that at careersunplugged.com, uh, it, it's free to join. And you can come and there's lots of information from our guests as well as from us that you can uh, come and get and uh, utilise in your own sweet time. Indeed. Well, to all of you at home, in the car, wherever you are, thanks for joining us. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed our little chat and uh, you'll come visit us again. This has been Careers Unplugged with Rich and Stu. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.